0: Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for WordPress plugins A to Z, not Z. Hmm.
1: It's episode 597, and we have plugins for Poets of the Mail, Duplicating, and WordPress News, all coming up on WordPress plugins from A to Z. WordPress. It's the most popular content management and website solution on the internet. And with over 80,000 plugins to choose from, how do you separate the junk from the gems? Join us for a weekly, unrehearsed conversation about the latest and greatest in WordPress plugins. This is WordPress Plugins from A to Z. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be hiding out there on the globe today. Coming to you direct from the Oasis, deep in the heart of the Cowichan Valley, I'm John Overall, and with me is the ever-lovely
2: Amber Overall.
1: And we have the usual show for you today. Lots of great things happening here. A couple of really cool things. And uh, one little quick announcement for me is uh, stay tuned. Later this week, we finally have another interview with a developer coming up. So, coming out later this week will be another interview from us with all kinds of others. You know, little by little, we're bringing this show right back to where it belongs. So, without too much further ado. Thank you for sharing, John. Now get down from that soapbox.
2: <laughs> I still love that thing. Mm
1: hmm. That's why we so still welcome. use it. So, welcome. Pardon? That's why we still use it.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> so, welcome to fo- episode 597. I like the title you came up with today. It's just the
1: show continues. It went with the artwork.
2: That's true. Hopefully everyone out there is so far enjoying our lovely, still rather new setup for the show. Like you said, same old show, but new layouts, new different things. Uh, There's a couple new sections added to it as well. Regarding other things, uh, I've noticed that my cast are kind of experiencing a little bit of the spring fever. Like they're not only singing to the walls, but they're also trying to climb the walls. Now the window is open, so they can just go outside. Hopefully everyone out there is able to get some sunshine, too, though, because we're having their first actual warm week in, oh, kind of feels like forever to me, but... It's getting warm. I'm happy. Summer's coming. It's exciting. Oh, yeah. Hopefully everyone else out there is getting some sunshiny warmth, too. Now we have some reminders before we start the show today. Uh... Oh, yes. Uh, Even though we've changed the show layout, we haven't changed the time. So the time is still going to be noon 30 or 1230 Pacific time. Uh, Our pre-stream still starts at 1215 Pacific time on Mondays. That's going to stay the same, even though we're still going to keep tweaking the show a little bit. And we would love to hear back from our listeners out there. Let us know if you think something should be added, removed, changed, tweaked, what have you. We'll see what we can do. Our show notes for each episode can be found at wppluginsa2z.com. The newest show notes will be up within 24 hours and on our front page. And don't forget that this is a value for value show and that you are a big part of its creation. You are our producers and we need you to help us produce. Get on out there and hit some like buttons, share an episode or two, and let people know that you helped to produce the longest running WordPress plugins podcast.
0: And that's it for reminders, so let's head on over to the art. righty, off we go. Okay, so the art today uh, is Jay Jay Saliba?
2: Saliba?
1: Saliba, I think.
2: Saliba. Okay, so Jay Saliba. Thought-
1: there it is. I found okay,
2: it. Wh- okay, what was it. that?
1: That is really bizarre. Okay. I'll have to Edit that little chunk out. I'm actually going to have to edit today. That sucks. Yeah. What, what caused that? Um, the piece I pulled out for my speaker to plug in my headphones slid down underneath and was grounding against
0: the uh, the
1: uh, mixing board.
0: Okay.
2: So okay. It, was, it was wires touching that shouldn't have been touching, can I do, or metal yep. touching yep. that shouldn't have been?
1: Something like that. It was okay, grounding. That, it was grounding out. That's all I can tell you. Those that know sound know exactly what was happening.
2: Yeah, that, that was not
0: enjoyable. No,
1: that was not <laughs> enjoyable.
0: Okay, so back to our artist Jay Saliba. <laughs> yep. Uh
2: this is an older art this is this is bleh. my tongue is all tied up now. You threw off my whole vibe, man.
1: Mm-hmm. Not my fault.
2: No, I'll blame your headphones. I'll yell at them later. Uh, so this is an older piece of artwork, yes?
1: Yeah, everything's an old piece of artwork. We have no new artwork. We'll let you double folks checking. know as soon as the artists get, get, get cracking again. We'll let people know.
2: I was just double-checking because I've never seen it before, and I hadn't seen it when I was looking through, the, through our art vaults, so I figured, you know, fair double-check. I do like it, though. It's pretty trippy. It kind of makes me think of... Well, it makes me think of my daughter's art, actually. It's kind of the way that she draws her trippy little characters pretty cool uh, if anybody else is interested in sending in art or in checking out the art vaults themselves they can head on over to WP plugins a dot zcom slash art what
0: is that
1: hold on we're still having some all of a sudden we're having audio issues still there
0: yeah I'm still here how about now there it is that sounds a lot better Weird. The gremlins
2: decided to wake up. I guess they slept in today.
1: I guess. <laughs> All right. Well, that one was odd. Hopefully, that's not too much. All right. Well, let's continue on our merry little way. You found out about the art. We need more art. Let's just jump right into.
3: Please, can everybody be quiet? Please be quiet.
1: Shut up!
3: And now the news with Amber. <laughs>
0: Okay, so
2: the first thing we have for you today, as always, is the WordPress Vulnerability Report for April 19th, 2023. As usual, there are a lot of plugins that have had vulnerabilities patched. Be sure to go through and checkmark the ones that have had their patch. so you can either reactivate them or reinstall them, whatever you might want to do. And there, are, there is a fairly long list of plugins with vulnerabilities. Now, when a plugin has a vulnerability, be aware that the vulnerability may not be there tomorrow. So when you notice that your plugin has a vulnerability, go back and check regularly to see when that vulnerability is patched. Because by the time that they've reported, as of April 19th, that's when this report came out, as of, uh, you can go back and check today, April twenty fourth, and some of those vulnerabilities may have already been patched. So be sure to go and check this a lot. You will find the link here in our show notes. The plugins that I most easily recognized were Enable Acceptability, WP Easy Pay, Square for WordPress. I know that one is used quite a bit. Database Collation Fix, Simple Pop Up. WP roles at registration, and events made easy. So, do go and check out the list. Uh, there are a couple of themes that have been patched as well, and a couple of themes that are currently uh, dealing with vulnerabilities. The ones having issues are EduCenter and BloggerBuzz.
0: Have you heard of BloggerBuzz before? Can't say that I have.
2: Yeah, it seems... It Blogger BloggerBuzz is actually something that people are, I don't, I don't know, know, it seems like more people than I thought use it, use it. It surprised me.
1: I don't use a lot of themes.
2: Yeah, me either. Not I'm anymore. pretty happy with Elementor.
1: Yeah, not anymore. Elementor's ability to customize a theme is way beyond what everything I was doing with themes.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Next up, we have WooCommerce 7.6 introduces
2: single product details block and add to cart button form block. Hmm. So the two buttons in this latest release may very well save the sanity for some out there. Along with the button, the add to cart form will automatically display additional options depending on if the product has a set available quantity or variations. For those designing with patterns, this release has improved its mini-cart performance with counter- content preloaded and an appearance that more closely matches the site's active theme. This new release will also make it easier to get more consistent design with improved scalable margins for patterns using products block. There is more that they've done with this release, so be sure to go and find the link in our show notes here to learn more. Another thing for WooCommerce is that WooCommerce launches Woo Express. So, Woo Express is a new managed hosting product that uses WordPress.com's infrastructure and relieves store owners of the responsibility of hosting and maintenance. The company soft launched Woo Express in early March with a selection of visitors but has concluded that phase and is now open to the public. And you can go and check this out yourself, especially if you go to our show notes, you know, links right there. Yep. That's
1: a I'm nice. Sure. That's, that's a nice thing for them, you know, because there's a lot of people that don't want the headache of um, yeah. managing their own their own hosting and store. And uh, this can save them some grief. They can just go in and add their products and customize the theme.
0: Yeah, I
2: I'm not sure if like how well it's going to be working. Obviously, it's working well enough for them to open it to the public.
0: But
1: oh, it's going to work well, great for them. Yeah. Oh right, yeah, it's 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 their com- it's their it's their answer to the competition that. Um, that um, uh, that little diddly-squiddly uh, um, I'm uh, not Wix, sure. Wix and the other company out there. Um, come on, it's where everybody itsy bitsy place. I can't remember the name of it.
2: Rezzy? No, that's not. No, no. Right. No, why am
1: I not remembering the name?
2: Because it's a weird name. No, it's a.
1: Well, they're all weird names. They they, <laughs> okay. they started making them all weird names because all the normal names were taken as domains. So when companies started launching themselves, started, the, the fad started about 10 years ago. They were trying to create new companies, and so they had to come up with, you know, new names, acronym kind of names that people could manage. All right. We're having trouble. We're having problems with our mixing board. I've got to replace it. Ah, uh, so folks.
2: it's a, so the mixing, mixing, board's, mixing
1: board uh, screaming and... and yeah, it's... something... I think I had something just went crazy on it when it had that boop 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 on it and now it's having the occasional glitch in it.
0: Come on, where's the glitch? Uh, I don't know, where's it at? Glitch, glitch, glitch.
1: Alright. So anyway, it's going to be it's going I, I think it's gonna work out for for WooCommerce and um it it's their it's their answer to the competition that's out there.
0: Okay. Uh, Next thing we have here is Virtuoso
2: launches version 2.0 of its application platform for WordPress. So, Virtuoso
1: is. Hmm? That's what I mean about crazy names.
2: Yeah. Uh, These guys are a software company, and they are the ones behind the virtualization and cloud management capabilities of many popular hosting service providers like GoDaddy. On the WordPress platform, they enable service providers to sell containerized hosting as a a service. Uh, Most recent updates introduces a new user interface for WordPress customers that makes it easy to configure resources, adjust scaling, pay invoices, and deploy WordPress sites. I have a question, though. What is containerized hosting as a service?
1: I have no idea.
2: I did. I couldn't really find a clear answer on that.
1: Well, probably isn't it, a clear answer. It just sounds like it sounds like <laughs> geek speak to scramble people's minds. Like, oh, that sounds cool. Let's go. <laughs> I don't yeah, know, man. Cu- I, I think they could have just said hosting. Yeah, it, it's it's like listening. It's like listening to geek speak on Star Trek or something. And anyone who knows what they're talking about is What the hell are they talking about? <laughs>
2: Next, we have WordPress contributors continue exploring migration of public and private messages from Slack to Matrix. I brought this to the show a little while ago when they first started talking about moving everything from Slack over to a Matrix, where it would be more of an open federated source chat. Or uh, So they haven't really come to a conclusion yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's not why I'm laughing. They're why? migrating everyone from Slack into the Matrix. The matrix, the matrix is a new communications tool. They're replacing Slack with Matrix. Yes. So basically they're migrating everyone from Slack to Matrix. And aside from the term migrating them all to the Matrix, it's just like, oh, Slack is no longer cool. Slack is no longer cool. It's time to move it all to the Matrix.
2: Yeah, every time I read that they're moving it all to the Matrix, I just kind of have to giggle myself. Yeah. I like the name a
0: lot.
1: Yeah, well, (laughs) I just find it funny. Everyone's like, oh, it's the coolest thing until a few years later, it's not the coolest thing. Let's move to the (laughs) next next coolest thing. Well, this one still functions. I know, but we want the next coolest thing.
0: Well, the most
2: recent update is the status of recent experiments in migration. Mm -hmm. So it's currently being looked into as to whether or not the Apache 2.0 Slack matrix migration tool could work for this project yeah we don't know we'll find out more apparently they're meeting bi-weekly at least they're meeting bi-weekly on this now because i believe this was first mentioned like three four months ago Mm -hmm. (laughs) but yeah it's it's one of those things if, if this is something that you're interested in then it's good to know that they are actually talking about communication is happening plans are being made yeah and then the last one i have here today is you can now eat dinner in outer space for just 120,000 euros.
1: I got an extra 120,000 euros. Let's go up in a <laughs> balloon 25 kilometers from, uh, above the earth and have dinner. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I can It's see. a six
2: hour round trip. Uh huh. And you get to have gourmet food, gourmet wine, some photography, some just all kinds of cool stuff. But I just thought it was interesting that, you know, right now we're this is like the new space needle yeah.
1: well,
2: right now it's 120,000 euros and soon i'm sure it'll only be 120 bucks
1: yeah, no no it'll it'll always cost a, a lot of money might not be 120 grand but it's still gonna cost a fair chunk of
2: change yeah okay and then we also have the extras here so for anyone interested we have some interesting things regarding chat gpt uh, some AI information, some uh, all kinds of random stuff here. You'll find that in the extras in our show
1: notes. Excellent.
2: Now, on to dragon raiding time.
1: All right. <laughs> all righty. We do have a plug-in for you. What I've got for you today is one that I have covered a few times in the past. In fact, I've even gone so far as to interview the developer of the plugin before Automatic acquired it. This is MailPoet, really useful plugin. It came to my attention a few years ago and when did I do this interview? I did this interview way back. Oh, the date's not on our post anymore. That's weird. Huh, that is kind of weird. Oh, there it is, November 13, 2019. So I have it back in November of 2019 I interviewed this uh the developer um and it was with uh Kim Gerstadt and uh he was one of the developers MailPoet and it was just about two months out until and from that point that Automatic acquired them. And it was shortly after they had just introduced their mailing service. So they put together a fantastic service and a plug and it is a great plug-in. And the reason you might want to go into using MailPoet is simply because, you know, using a third-party service such as MailChimp or any of the other dozens of other mailing softwares out there, not all of them have 100% easy integration with WordPress, especially MailChimp. Maybe they do now. I haven't used them now for three or four years, but they didn't at the time that I moved into MailChimp. And or not mail. the time I moved into MailPoet. When I moved into MailPoet, because I just got tired of the effort involved in cut, paste, creating a new email letter newsletter every single time that didn't just automatically grab stuff that I'd already put up on my website. So I moved into MailPoet for newsletters. And the nice thing about MailPoet is it allows you to, one, get rid of the third party services, and it makes your life so much easier for creating your auto emails you know you can have it automatically pull your latest post your latest content it is full integration into WooCommerce so you can set up into WooCommerce all the different things you need such as a welcome newsletter welcome uh, first you've made your first purchase at our store here's a coupon code or some other thing to you know keep them coming back and purchasing abandoned shopping cart uh, emails you know and more I wanted to make it all real easy in what i was doing with it and i finally sat around one of the biggest things is it does take a little bit of work to wrap your head around it and i kept coming back to it and back to it well a few weeks ago i finally just buckled down and sat down worked with it for a couple three four hours and got everything tweaked out all the settings and everything else fully functioning Tested the emails, tested the auto-publishing auto, ser- uh, auto publishing of the uh, of the newsletters, making ch- sure all of that works. Now, I want to give you a couple of heads-ups of things that I did discover over my time with MailChimp, or not mail, with MailPoet. Why is MailChimp stuck in my head? With MailPoet, one of them is is you're using their sending service. Now, they give you this option when you're setting up your your the plugin to send all the emails, that your WordPress website creates via their sending service. Don't do it. One, you will burn through your allocation of 5,000 emails that are free per month. You'll burn through them fairly fast because, as anyone who has a WordPress website knows, it generates a lot of emails to, to the administrator of the site. You know, it generates this update notice, this notice here, this notice here. You know, if you've got security plugins, it generates, it generates security notifications. The list goes on. So don't let MailPoet manage all the emails. Let it manage only the emails for the newsletter. And you'll have, you'll, it'll work great. Be cautious in how you set up your, your forms for when people register for your newsletter because you'll get spammed to death. They have a lot of protections in here to help, to help you prevent that problem. And also make sure your, new, your newsletter lists are clean and workable. Now they do have, when you're going through and setting it up and creating your newsletters, they do have templates for you to work with, which is nice because the templates help you get a starting point and save you some time of trying to figure out what goes where or how to do it. The templates are really nice and easy, easy to use. The free version of it that you download, and they do have a premium version. Their premium version here and their plans and pricings kind of vary and it's very useful. But the free version allows you to send up to 5,000 e- emails per month and up to 1,000 subscribers. Now, unless you're getting really big, you're not going to get beyond that. and So you'll hang in there. If you got to pay for it, it starts to move into a little bit of money, you know, $10 per month for every 500 subscribers. So if you've gone free and you've got your 1,000 subscribers, now you're at 20 bucks a month. So keep that in mind when you want to come in there. Now the differences between the plans, there's not a lot of differences, but they are semi-significant. First one is remove the MailPoet branding. Well, that doesn't bother me. Most people use the free version of MailChimp, so the the branding's there. You know, the next biggest items is you don't you can't do advanced segmentation of your lists with the free version. That is the one thing that's missing. And then further down the line, you don't get detailed stats you get basic stats on the email it's just to summarize statistics of well what opened you know did your emails get delivered etc etc you know and of course you don't get any support except through the forums for the free service other than that really it's really good at hanging the free i know i'll be using the free version for for a while um i'll wait until i've maxed out my thousand subscribers and that i'm sending more than five thousand emails a month Because once you go start paying for it, you can go to unlimited emails per month. And that might be the biggest benefit. If you've gotten to 1,000 subscribers, it's very easy to have 5,000 emails a month. You know, consider send one email email every week or two weeks to 1,000 subscribers. You can quickly peg out. Also, if you have people signing up, that burns through your emails. So on the whole, MailPoet has come a long way, even though initially after Automatic acquired it, I sort of abandoned it for a little while because it wasn't working the way it was when previous developer, but they've improved it since and they've made it so it's more functional again. Basically, they bought it, broke it, and then decided to fix it. So all in all, it's still working pretty good even though Automatic owns it, and I'm quite happy with it. You wanna check it out, you wanna have have control over your data and have control over your newsletters, MailPoet's definitely a way to go. On the whole, really good, well worthwhile. I give it a four dragon rating.
2: That definitely seems like it's, there's a lot more to it than I initially realized. Yeah. Do you have to like go digging for the settings in order to find them all or are they uh, all pretty easily accessible?
1: They're accessible, but you got to kind of dig a little bit here and there. You you just got to cover back and forth over them. Like, oh, I want to do this and go check to say, oh yeah, there it is. Is, uh, it's I don't know I don't know how to describe it. It just it takes a while to go digging through them and get them all tweaked out and adjusted and everything else.
2: Okay, here's another question for you. Um, are, are the settings and everything really easily understandable, or do you need to have a bit of developer information in your brain in order to understand what the settings mean?
1: Uh, you don't really need much developer information in your brain to understand the settings. You just need to test and check the settings. All
0: right. We have our newer segment here, WordPress Tips. <laughs> I forgot we had a sound for it now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and in this segment, I would love if people would reach out and like, maybe let us know some of the things that they've come across. Because so far, I'm just putting information here that... I've stumbled across in my experiences, just little things here and there. If you would like to add your stuff in, please feel free. You can send it to me at amber at WPPRO.ca here. I'll even type it into the, um, type it into the chat here and I will get it in here. Um, so yeah, first one I have here is Elementor Pro. The one thing that I could think of to bring today is when using the theme builder, Don't forget about the default kit. When I was first getting used to utilizing the theme builder, like in its total capability, I neglected to do anything with the default kit. And I found myself wondering why the typography and site colors just weren't showing up quite right in the themes and all across the board, even though I set it up what I thought was properly, I hadn't done anything in the default kit. Now, when you use the default kit. You set the typography, the colors, the sizes, all the different things, you set them up in the default kit and they will be all across the board for your entire theme setup. You can also go into the global settings and do everything there, but if you are wanting to use a theme builder in Elementor, be sure to do your settings initially in the in the default kit. It helps, makes it a lot smoother, you don't even have to think about it once you set it all up.
1: Yep. Very important to use that default kit uh, initially if you're going to use the Elementor. I mean, over the years since I've been using Elementor, I think I've had Elementor now for about four years. And uh, the big thing I I used to use themes in Elementor, element themes that were built for Elementor, because I thought it was saving me time. Turns out not so much, you know. And also, I find Elementor is way faster when you don't throw a theme in there. What you want to do is you want to throw the Elementor basic theme in there, the hello theme from Elementor, and create yourself a uh, a child theme for that also. And it's not that hard to create a child theme. There's lots of, uh, lots of um, uh, lessons online, because I can't remember the word for how something. How-to's. How-to's, lots of how-to's to do that. So just use the basic Elementor theme And with that, you can customize a theme in ways you didn't even imagine before when using, even when using some of the pre built themes that supposedly make it easier, but throw way more code in there that slows it way down to a crawl. So.
2: Yeah, I think that's kind of the main reason that Elementor slows down there is because they're so busy translating all the information from the other theme. Yep. They don't have the time to do all the other speed up things. Well, That's kinda what I'm finding anyway.
1: I'm noticing it on a couple of sites that we're rebuilding that are really old and you know, we're done with an elementor th- they were done in Elementor, but they were done with an Elementor theme. When we're yanking out all that extra elementor stuff is it gets way faster. Now, the other thing I learned is with Elementor is Don't just throw in because you like, oh, I use these three plugins with all these extra widgets in there. Don't just throw in and turn on those plugins. Don't turn any of them on unless you absolutely are certain you need the widget from that. And then with those plugins, almost all of them have the ability to turn off all the extra widgets in them. Make sure you do that and only turn on precisely what you need.
0: By the way, tutorials.
1: That's it, tutorial, yay. (laughs)
0: Yeah, there's, and like we'll talk more about
2: Elementor Pro next week too. I think that's going to be like a permanent structure there because we work so much with Elementor. We'll just keep bringing in random tips. Yep. Next one I have here. Oh, another thing is uh, I'll also be getting into the global settings for Elementor uh, that you can access from whatever page you're currently editing.
1: Hmm.
2: I'll be getting into that next week under the Elementor Pro too.
1: There you go.
2: So another thing I have here, it may seem a little odd, but it's actually about Slider Revolution Pro. Now, this is something that I have done a lot of work in. I actually have some how-to video series that I, have, I haven't finished them all. I'm working on them. Hopefully, I'll be done them soon. Uh, but in this, I was using Slider Revolution Pro, and I noticed that my, my settings page was looking a little wonky. Like the menu was kind of off kilter. the information where you actually like when you go down you look for your slides that was I had to scroll way down. it was just all blank space the whole way and I didn't really understand what it was until I realized that there's this really simple plugin I like called Dobby. All it does is blocks and notifications that's that's all it does but for some reason it completely messed up my, setting, my settings page for a Slider Revolution. Now, once I deactivated, it was all fine. I was unable to figure out what was causing it. I talked to the creator of Dobby and the developer of Dobby, and I looked as much as I could into both of them. I couldn't figure out what was causing it. But then later down the road, I found another plugin, which I can't remember the name of, but it gives you like, these little positive messages. Instead of howdy, it gives you positive messages. That one, too, messed up my Slider Revolution settings page. So I think, I'm not sure, but I think there's something about the plugins that do that simple thing up in the top area there, blocking notifications, changing that howdy thing, whatever. There seems to be something about those plugins that interacts poorly with Slider Revolution. Good to know. Yeah, so if if you use Slider Revolution and your settings page goes funny... Look first at the simple plugins that do something up at the top of, of your page there. That's probably your culprit.
1: Excellent.
0: And now it's my turn for the plugin. I didn't know you were going to make that sound.
1: I, was decided, I, I decided to. <sighs> I'm, playing with the, I'm playing with the sounds and other things in this. Going. Now that I've thrown your brain into a loop.
2: Yes, yeah, so well, luckily the loop is just everlasting, so it's all good. Uh, the plugin I decided to bring today is Duplicate Page. So this is actually a really simple plugin. There is a free version and a Pro version, and it essentially does exactly what the title says: it duplicates your pages or posts or um, custom posts. So I originally came across this in a site that had already been built, but I was just making small changes in the site, and I found it. Endlessly useful. All you do when you are, you, like, all, all you need to do is tell it to duplicate any page. You can go to, if you're, how do I explain this? I have no idea. With this plugin, you can create duplicate pages, posts, and custom posts. Once you've downloaded and activated the plugin, you will find the settings for the plugin on the left hand menu under settings. Um, and then you go to duplicate page. In the settings you have the option of choosing elementor gutenberg or all editors for your editor you can choose what status your duplicated page or post will have once it's made so you can either have it so it's uh, as soon as the duplicate is made it's posted uh, so it's live or you can keep it as a draft Um, and you can uh, choose where you go once you have duplicated the page or post meaning if you tell a page or post to duplicate, you can either stay on your list of pages or posts, or you can go straight to the editing page where you can start working on it. There's also an option where you can add a prefix to any duplicated page or post, which makes it a lot easier to tell which one of these are duplicated, because when you duplicate one of these, uh, what you end up having is two identical, same name, same everything. So if you put a prefix of, as in like, Uh, new or uh, duplicate or whatever you want, you'll know which one is the newer one because of the prefix. There is more options in the pro version. In the free version, those are the only options you get. But in the pro version, there is so much more. You have the ability to allow user roles to access the duplicate page or there's a filter, there's an option to show where or there's an option where you can show the clone link. Like There's a lot of things that you can do in the pro version. Personally, I haven't had any desire to go into the pro version, but if you have a lot of people who are working on the site at the same time and duplicate page would be a useful thing for them to do, then I could see wanting to go to the pro version. It's, I think the pro version is more so geared towards uh, sites that have more than one or two people working on it
0: and different levels as well. Uh, I also, uh, they they do have a banner at the top
2: of the settings page asking you to rate them, but once you exit out of that, it doesn't really come back for a while. Not really all that spammy, and so far as can be seen, there don't seem to be any issues with the plugin not playing Nights with Others. I've had it on my devs, uh, on my sandbox sites where you know they it probably shouldn't have worked very well but it worked just fine no issues and they keep it well updated but they aren't the kind of plugin that updates every couple of weeks they update every couple of months so and they don't really change the interface they leave it alone they have it working they're leaving it alone i like that about them too
0: all in all i rate this at four dragons
1: very cool yeah it's a it's a i use it a lot I put it in just about any site I'm building.
2: It makes life so much easier. Yeah.
1: Saves it because, you know, you create a whole bunch of stuff and you want to use that, most of that stuff on another page. Just quick, duplicate, done.
2: Kind of like the layout of a show notes. You yep. keep the layout, but you just change all the content inside of it. Mm-hmm. Well, you duplicate. Yep.
1: Saves you time. Time, energy, and grief. All right. Yeah, it,
2: it could be useful for making a dev site for a client, too. You just hit duplicate a whole bunch.
1: Yep, absolutely. It's time to donate to WP
0: Plugins A to Z. So
2: this is kind of a mixture of uh, sections here. It's our producer know-how and donation segment now. So the know-how is how to join in and be part of your own production and support the show at the same time. So you can reach out to John and get yourself interviewed. Or you can send your plug-in reviews or suggestion for plug-in reviews into us. Or you can send in questions or comments. Or you can check us out on Facebook and the YouTube channel and make sure you hit that like button and share it out. Get, get at least a couple of our episodes shared out on your social media and you're helping to get our name out there and we're, you're, help, you're helping us to get noticed. You can also earn yourself a producership credit. We have three levels of producers that help to keep the show's larder stocked to the bursting. We have our freelance producers, our backroom producers, and our war room producers. There are special perks for both backroom and war room producers, and you can learn about these on our site at wppluginsadz.com. You can, you just need to go in, click on time, treasure, or talent donations in
0: our main menu, and you can learn all the nitty-gritty details right there. And uh, let's see. No, we don't have any questions or notes today, but we do have a miscellaneous
2: announcement. Uh, That would be the WordPress Victoria meetup. Has that passed yet?
1: Excuse me. I can't get into it because they want me to log in to meetup. And I don't use meetup.com anymore.
2: Oh, that would be the wrong login. That's. That's my mistake. I'll make sure I fix that in the notes. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that it's happening closer to... Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's happening next week, but I'll have to double-check that. I'll fix that in the notes. Sorry if I'm incorrect in saying that it's still happening.
1: Yeah, well, we have no idea. The link takes me to log in for Meetup. Like, no, thank you. I quit using Meetup a long time ago.
2: <laughs> yeah, so did I. Got, it got hard to use, I found.
1: It did. They had a perfect, pro- they had a perfect thing... There, And it was working really well. And then they decided to start messing with it and changing it, made it harder to use, harder to share stuff. And it's like, yeah, okay. And I've noticed most of the groups that I was members of, I still get the emails from time to time. Another one of the groups I was members of uh, abandoned and closed up recently. So, I mean, I used to, we used to, I used to run the WordPress meetup at meetup.com. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, you know, after, a while it's just it wasn't a value anymore so i abandoned it but somebody else picked it up like okay good luck on it have fun with it
2: we are looking to have a meetup we don't know exact date yet but we're looking to have a meetup once it's warmed up outside
1: june july
2: yeah so be sure to keep an eye out oh there we go i think that is the proper link that your alter ego just gave us let's see here is it still happening or did it already happen
0: uh, and this is why I don't use Meetup anymore. I have a hard time understanding. May 4th is the next
2: one. Okay, so the uh, next one upcoming is May 4th. And if you go, you follow this link, there is a whole list here of all of the WordPress Victoria meetups that are upcoming. So you can go there, check it out, and join up.
1: Yeah, uh, according to this, it's happening May 4th. And I guess you have to register to find out exactly where.
2: And if anybody out there is interested, we have both a real brick-and-mortar address where you can send in art or notes or donations, or you can reach out to us through our virtual addresses here. You will find all that information right here in our show notes. Today's plugins we covered were...
1: I covered up MailPoet. Really great plugin, very useful. Help you create and add newsletter subscription form to your website and manage your subscribers and subscriber list and build and send newsletters automatically with WordPress. And it just makes the job a whole lot easier once you get it all organized and set up. Check it out. I gave it a four dragon rating.
2: And I covered duplicate page by mind posing. I think is what these random letters stand for.
1: It looks like mine. It's really
2: just a bunch of letters.
1: looks like mine sing 287.
2: Mine sing. Okay. I I, I like that better than mine posing.
1: I see. I see M N D P S I N G H. So I see mine sing
2: 287. Well, uh, I covered this and it does duplication of pages posts and custom posts simple but very very useful and i rated it at four dragons very cool
3: it's question and answer time with john and amber
2: so if anyone out there has any questions they like to send in to me at amber at wppro.ca you can send them in and we will see if we can stump my dad Still haven't managed yet. Gotten close once or twice. Not there yet, though. My first question for you is, what is the simplest way to deal with spammy comments in a WordPress site? Turn them off. Just turn off comments?
1: Turn off comments entirely. That's the simplest way.
2: What if comments is, like, part of your whole thing?
1: Well, then what you want to do is you want to go through the settings, the basic settings under uh, discussions, and make sure that... uh, make sure that you turn off all the sending or automated stuff and make sure that if people are going to uh leave comments they must be registered or if you're going to allow uh, anonymous comments then they then they have to be held for moderation those are the basics and then you need to add in a um, add in a reCAPTCHA into it um add something like anti spam B to swat the spam out of the way um that's pretty much the simplest stuff. That's pretty much what I do to websites when I allow comments. I don't allow comments much anymore. Comments used to be a really common thing until they started being abused.
0: Yeah,
2: the trolls moved in, and we can't get rid of them. Well,
1: beyond the trolls, man. So it's, it's, it's gone beyond the trolls. Trolls are one thing, man. I love trolls. Trolls are fun. <laughs> they're entertaining. They leave, they leave useful comments. They're, they're lots of fun. I love trolls. Bring, bring on the trolls, man, no, we're talking about the spammers, the guys that like I want to dump five thousand links into your comment page, you know, hey, come check out man i've got I've got Bitcoin for sale. Buy it here, yeah,
2: I think uh-huh. that's the new age trolls. I think we no, need to come up with a different name for them those though aren't,
1: Those aren't trolls man trolls are trolls are still trolls, the trolls are the same are the people that get in there and they leave they leave nasty messages or they leave uh, yeah, those are trolls,
2: yeah, you're right. I'm sorry, Trolls. I didn't mean to offend you.
1: Yes, yes. We like the <laughs> Trolls. Trolls are fun. We could use a few Trolls in here. <laughs> they, they, make, they make for so much entertainment.
2: We kind of have our usual troll Mm-hmm. Love having him about. Yeah. <laughs> so my second question is, what is a simple-ish way to speed up a WordPress site?
1: Remove all the plugins.
2: But what if you're using all the plugins? Oh,
1: well, then... <laughs> <laughs> Then you have to go, there, there is no simple way. Well, I guess the simplest way is to add a caching plugin. That'll speed up your site. Problem is, is caching plugins are not 100%. I just recently had a problem with a, a client. I helped them uh, create a custom login, login page and everything else. And it, it worked great for about a month. And they do have a caching plugin. Um, and all of a sudden, the form we customized to create the custom login page. Nobody could submit it. So nobody could log into the website. Nobody could log into it. And I'm like, oh, I've never seen this one before. Okay. So I start digging, you know, get in there. It's like, oh, well, the cache page for that wouldn't send the form anymore. Oh. And so you actually have to make sure you go into the caching plugin and exempt exempt that page from being cached so it doesn't get cached so caching plugins are great they do speed up your site and they are the simplest way to do it is with a caching plugin
2: but be aware that odd things may happen odd odd things
1: may happen with caching (laughs) plugins so it's like i it's like it's been the bane of it's the bane of all wordpress developers is getting wordpress to run fast and you know it's like the more plugins you add, it slows it down, themes, the combination of themes, plugins slows it down, then your data, images. It's like the combination of speed is so convoluted. It's there's no there is no real simple way. It's like this the simplest way is adding caching plug. Other than that, you wanna learn how to go manage your own um, HT Access file and add in proper codes into the HT access file for caching. That's what a lot that's what a lot of caching plugins do is they just dump all the code into your HT access for you as what they think is correct, but it's not always correct for you.
2: Alright. I've got a couple more questions to
1: ask
3: after we play the end of the credits.
1: Alright, well let's let our girl take us on out of here.
3: Reminders for the show. All show notes can be found at wpplugins 8 And while you're there, subscribe to the newsletter for more useful information delivered directly to your inbox. WP Plugins A to Z is a show that offers honest and unbiased reviews of plugins created by developers because you support the show. Help keep the show honest and unbiased by going to wppluginsazcom slash donate and set the donation level that fits your budget. Help us make the show better for you by subscribing and reviewing the show at Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and in the iTunes Store. You can also leave us a review on our Facebook page using WPPluginsAtoZ.com slash Facebook. You can also watch the show live on YouTube, check out the screencasts, and training videos, and remember to subscribe and hit the bell to get notifications of all new videos. Follow the show on Twitter at Z. John can also be reached at his website, johnoverall.com, or email him directly, john at WPPro.ca. Thanks for joining us, and have a great day.
1: Thanks for listening to the show. This show is copyrighted by johnoverall.com. So until next time, have yourselves a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be out there on the globe today.